Come on down to Blurry Photos. Blurry Photos. Blurry Photos, where we can give you everything you want at a price you can afford. How about a brand new conspiracy with all the extras? Push, pull, or drag your preconceived notions in and we'll give you an entirely new set of beliefs. New cryptids on the lot every day at Blurry Photos. Blurry Photos. Blurry Photos. You'll look great in a 2009 GMO. <laughs> on the corner of 112th and 87th. Blurry Photos. Blurry Photos. Blurry Photos. Trade in that old clunky ancient artifact for a brand new haint. We're open seven days a week. Blurry photos. Blurry photos. Blurry photos. And that makes me the wheeling and dealing Dave Stecco. Hey, you're going to look great in this, David Flora. <laughs> you know what? When you're selling a quality product, you don't even have to try. It sells itself. <laughs> Welcome aboard. By the way, Dave, love your suit. <laughs> Thanks. I got it on a discount. <laughs> you can never tell. <laughs> Check out my new pomade. <laughs> squeak, squeak. Oh, man. You're welcome for that. We got quite uh, a fun time in the in the hopper. The hopper is full of funness. Oh, man. This one. I hope you guys all have passports. Yeah. Because we are going to be going on an international adventure to the exotic Orient. Oh, tell us, Dave, where we're going. We're taking a trip to Japan, Japan. land of the rising sun. Woo. Ding, ding. That's not Japanese. That's not Japanese. No, it's no, no, more no, like no, a circus. It's, um, it's a circus of folklore. We have done nothing but sell our product. <laughs> well, once you get it the in your whole head, time tonight. Yeah, once you get it in your head, you can't stop. Yeah, Mr. Flora, tell them what they want. <laughs> well, Dave. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. Uh, tonight. Tonight we're going to be talking about yokai. This is actually uh, from a listener request. Nice. Yeah. See? Straight from Facebook. Uh, listener Jeff. You tell us, we tell you. Everyone gets paid. Bada bing. Bada boom. Blurry photos. Blurry photos. Blurry photos. <laughs> <laughs> That's just fun. Now we can't stop doing that. Uh, yeah. Yokai. Yeah. You, ever, you guys ever heard of yokai? We hadn't. No, um, it's and it's fascinating. It's really fun. We're we're going to talk about what they are and uh, what types of yokai there are out there. Now, just to kind of put your mind in a general mindset, yokai are are kind of a a, a real folklore equivalent of like Pokemon. I mean, there's there's a huge number of yokai, and they they they're forest spirits, they're demons, they're they're actual anthropomorphized objects or animals or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or plants. Right, and I, I think I read somewhere. That Pokemon actually, a lot of them derive from yokai. I don't think all of them do, but some of them at and, least. And there are some yokai that you may not realize that you are already familiar with. Right. There, uh-huh. are, some, uh-huh. there are some yokai that we've actually discussed mm-hmm. on here. At yep. least at least one. Yeah. So let, let's let's start at the start. Let's do that. Bring the heat, Flora. So uh, yokai are spirits of Japanese folklore, and like we kind of just said, they encompass a variety of traits from uh, evil and mischievous to kind and benevolent. Uh, there's all kinds of them. You can think of them a lot like Japanese fae. Yeah. Like uh, the, the fae folk, the fairies of, of the uh, United Kingdom, the Euro- Europe, things like that, you know, the, the kind of mischievous spirits. Some of them are good, some of them are bad, some of them don't care. Yeah, they're they're incorporated into stories, myths, right? Um, and it's it's important to point out that the yokai don't have a connection directly to a, a religious system. They're not attached to any religion. They're mm-hmm. they're not necessarily like an angel or demon sort of thing. It's 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 a folklore. Yeah, yokai. The word is translated. I've seen it translated a number of of ways, mm-hmm. um, from phantom and apparition to monster and or demon. Uh, although they're not the same thing as ghost. Now, the yokai are, are spirits, and, and a lot of times they are associated with nature spirits. Mm-hmm. But ghosts, to uh, to the Japanese culture, uh, are more some ones as opposed to some things. So, okay. so ghost would be uh, a person who is, uh, has been cursed or does not leave the world after they die. Yokai are uh, the spirits that dwell within uh, things like the, the mountains, the trees. And there, there are a few cultures on Earth who do spirits and ghosts half so well right. as the Japanese. They are so good at it. Their culture, their folklore about it, um, their, their belief system, they're just amazing. Yeah. Uh, now, and their horror movies, as a result, are terrifying, bowel-liquefying. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
and and recent ones uh, are coming out of a lot of yokai uh, traditions and stories too. Mm-hmm. But we'll get to that. Um, sometimes they're referred to in the same context as ghosts, or they're confused with ghosts, but not necessarily the the same thing. The term mononoke is often confused. Uh, mononoke is is another word for yokai. Some people think mm-hmm. it, it it is directly translated as ghost. Again, it's all sort of confused and mishmashed together, and uh, in pop culture, they've they've all kind of uh, mixed in this this huge Caesar salad of goodness. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and if you do get the opportunity to see Princess Mononoke, which is an amazing movie, mm-hmm. you really should. And if you've already seen it right now, you're just nodding, going, mm-hmm. "Oh yeah," which is a, the whole movie is just full of brilliant examples of yokai. Yeah. So, like we said, uh, uh, if if you think of them more of, as like the Fey folk, uh, just in the Japanese culture, I think I think you'll be on a, a better path. Yep. For this one, your life's going to turn out better if you just get your mind straight. Now, you look great, by the way. <laughs> nice suit. <laughs> so, when uh, here's here's a little bit of uh, mythology for you. When the god Itsanagi returned from the land of Yomi, he purified himself in a bath. And as he dried his body, each falling drop of water soaked into the soil and imbued the land with supernatural potential. And thus the yokai were born. So Boom. That's, that's where they came from. What that did uh, in, in Japanese mythology, see, everything has its own spirit. And like I said before, uh, mountains, trees, rocks, rivers, uh, even brooms, things like stools, forks, curtains, inanimate objects, basically. Uh, everything has, has a spirit. And when these objects or living things are given a focus, they come to life. So things that might do that, uh, volcanoes, earthquakes, or strong human emotions uh, help this energy manifest. Mm -hmm. Yokai have uh, several supernatural abilities, usually, uh, including possession of humans and uh, shapeshifting. A lot of them can shapeshift. Not all of them. Uh, but the shapeshifters are referred to as obake. Ooh, so they get they get their own title, which yeah. they should, because if you can shapeshift, boop, that's boop. one rung up the ladder. I would say so. I, w- I would like to shapeshift, and then you could change my name. Oh, man. What would I change it to? I don't know. Spell it backwards. <laughs> Divad? Yeah. That's oh, I never about that. This is Divad. <laughs> okay. I changed now into tree for you. Change back, please. <laughs> then I just call you David again. Dude, you took my power. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, it was uh, it's that weird voice you had. What weird voice, mine? <laughs> it's my voice, mine. Oh, God. <laughs> Shapeshifting revoked. Down the rung. Uh, most of them avoid humans, but some of them seek humans out to terrorize them or even worse. That's and, what uh, I'd do. To worse or terrorize? No, terrorize. Oh, yeah. Well, Just, y- you'd fit right in with this bunch. Yeah. And we're going to get to some examples of some pretty... Uh, <laughs> Boogity boogity. I'm an animal spirit. (laughs) Yes. Coming to get you. Hey, I got eight fingers on each hand. Boogity boogity. (laughs) I would be uh, a bacaneco, which is a cat animal spirit. Oh, would you? Only because I'd I'd say things like, look out, here comes kitten whiskers. (laughs) Yes. I'd be a heavy, which means snake, little sneaky snake. Oh, look out. There's a snake in the grass. I'd be like, watch out. Don't step on me. Now, see, I'll tell you why Why I don't understand the concept of the heavy, of the snake animal spirit. Okay, never, I mean, I guess I get it, but for the purposes of terrifying, what is a snake animal spirit going to do that trumps what a snake would do? Fly? They could fly. I mean, they turn invisible. Yeah, but like a kitten, a cat. People just see the cat and they dismiss it. And then this cat's got tentacles flying out of its ears. And they're like, oh, crap. And then the cat's like, hey, y'all, it's kitten whiskers. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Maybe the snake doesn't do anything. Maybe that's what makes him so spooky. Maybe to them it would just be terrifying that there was an animal speaking in English in a southern accent. Yeah. (laughs) They wouldn't even know what I was saying. Just get out. (laughs) Run. They can have offspring between uh, a human and a yokai. Uh, and those are called Hanyo, which basically means half demon. Sweet. A lot of times it doesn't turn out very well for, for the parties involved. Okay. But uh, it has for the offspring. Sometimes they get the powers passed on to them, and then they become, you know, wise men or uh, somebody that step above humans. Yeah. I mean, that's... Heroes of legends. Yeah, you like get that. like a Greek mythology thing going sure. there. You get some Hercules going. Sure. Again, this is something I, I, I'm remembering from what we talked about in the Jin episode, I feel like. 
remember how they could have offspring yeah. and a lot of times that it, it didn't work out maybe the the offspring itself may have been uh, turned out to be sociopaths or something but some of them have some latent uh, abilities that are supernatural things like that i think that's it's sniffing up the same uh, tree here yeah which is interesting. I mean, just that there's this kind of cultural equivalent. Everybody wants to see the unexplained having sex with the very thoroughly explained. <laughs> At least you can half control it. <laughs> uh, yokai stories date as far back as uh, 8th, 8th century CE and even before that with uh, regional and tribal folklore. In the Edo period, uh, which was 1603 to 1868, Stories were collected of the yokai, kind mm-hmm. of like how they did uh, with the Brothers Grimm for yeah, the I was just Germanic say folklore. The German fairy tales. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they, uh, there's a couple couple dudes that went around and uh, got these got these stories together. And good thing that they did because uh, a lot of them would have been lost if if not. And who knows how many were lost? You know. Oh yeah. But uh, it almost disappeared following the Edo period. With the push for modernization, the in Meiji, Japan. the Meiji Restoration, yeah, and uh, uh, there was a comic artist named Mitsuki Shigeru who revived them with manga comics after World War II. He drew up comics based on the the yokai and, and the mm-hmm. legends and the tales and stuff, and and basically brought that uh, tradition back to life uh, through children and uh, and spreading these stories with the art and stuff. So uh, good on him for that, or they would have been lost. Yeah, yeah t- uh, kind of pushed under the rug yokai stories can be thought of uh, a lot like aesop's fables yeah i mean there again like we were discussing this there's a really there really is like a parallel between these japanese folk tales and german folk tales yeah they um kind of hardcore yeah they uh they're not for the faint of heart usually right i mean there's none of this like oh you should don't go out at night because you'll get scared by a ghost i mean it's very like because the following creatures will eviscerate you and dine on your entrails (laughs) while you stare in horror and you will bring dishonor to your family (laughs) right yeah i mean everything terrible will happen right and there's a creature designed specifically to eat the toes off a child named you (laughs) But yeah, they're they're meant to teach these lessons and, and manners uh, to children, and and a lot of times it consists of just being kind to people mm-hmm. and and taking care of objects, taking care of your things, you know. <laughs> and I I do like having read a few of these. Like you just imagine like oh if you see an old woman and like a kid is mean to her, and then and like the kids are never just like stupid old woman. They're like oh I saw an old woman, so I picked up a really jagged rock and whipped it at her face. Yeah. <laughs> And now she has to live with that bruise and scar. Right. And and you just you I get the feeling like the kids hearing these stories are just like, "Oh god, no. No, please don't. Please don't pick the rock up. <laughs> None of us know what'll happen to you, but it's going to be terrible. Why oh. are you so dumb? <laughs> please don't hurt that old woman." <laughs> kids diving on other kids who are going to pull pranks. Yeah. That's a good way to to do it. I I guess. I mean, you're right. The Germans and Japanese turned out just fine. All right. Yeah, I did it. I said it. Keep trucking. <laughs> I also read uh, on their 100th birthdays, things, objects, and, and creatures turn into yokai. Yeah. That was pretty now, fun. Now, is that, now, what I read said that it was just things that had been abandoned. Is it all of the, anything 100 years old? Baboosh. From what I read, it was, it was anything. Because I remind you that I work an antiques auction house mm. that at any given moment is filled with hundreds of ancient Japanese items. That, I mean, do you have pranks pulled on you all the time? Yeah, but it's just because everybody hates me. Oh, well. Mm, it's hard to blame the supernatural there. They could be possessing those people. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's right. I'm, I everything I do is right. <laughs> yokai, knock it off. Stop, yokai. <laughs> uh, so that's uh, that's a little of the history of the, of the yokai for you. We're going to break down different types of yokai from the the more famous or better known yokai down to the lesser known but still fun, but still cool guys. You know, don't don't blow them off. Don't blow them off. So uh, some of the more famous yokai out there we've talked about this one before i think it's on our ghost taxonomy episode yeah man we covered so many miles on that that we just keep going going back to it and being like hey remember this rest stop remember this rest stop which is good though because that episode was fun to do it was awesome it's one of my favorites 
but we did cover so much ground that it's nice to to back the truck up and and say, hey, remember this? Yeah, and really really take a picture of, of what we missed. Yeah. Anyways, this uh, this first one we're going to go over is called the Kappa. Oh yeah, I was really excited because I didn't know about this, and when I saw it, I was like, I get it. I see what you're doing there. Uh, it's a water spirit that has frog limbs, a turtle body, and a water-filled saucer-like indentation on its head. Uh, the water on its head keeps its strength on land. That's that's what uh, uh, keeps the, the kappa strong when it's on land out of the water. Otherwise, it stays in the water. Uh, it likes to wrestle, and uh, it likes to challenge children to wrestle for funsies. Uh, but a lot red of times, flag. <laughs> a lot of times, it ends up drowning them. Double red flag. <laughs> it eats cucumbers and human livers. Delicious. I'm not counting red flags anymore. Just you, you keep track at your at home. They're known as ravishers of women. What? Yeah. He's got a dent in his head full of water. Well, that's why they have to ravish women. I think that's just a fancy word for raping them. Oh man! And. Uh, they're not always bad. They're not always uh, uh, ravishers and, and children drowners. Oh, um, my God. So in addition to being, let's just keep saying ravishers. Yeah. Makes this whole thing go smoother. Uh, you mentioned that they like to eat human livers and cucumbers. Oh, yeah. But what you didn't mention is how they get that liver. Oh. Uh, the liver is generally plucked out through the anus. That's where he gets that liver from. That's the most direct route. <laughs> I think we'd all prefer that it just cut a large incision on the uh, the left half. I mean, sorry, the right half. I think of the we'd torso. all prefer to have a Dr. Pepper right now, too. <laughs> but I don't yeah, see Yeah, if you're in a river with a kappa, clearly things haven't gone your way. I'm just saying <laughs> it will pluck the liver out of your anus, and that's unfortunate. And they say that's because, uh, you know, bodies are found face down in, in water sources with their butts in the air. But... But then how? Do, I, it, I, all right, that's, I'm gonna go now. That's uh, the that's the yarn. They're they're connected on the cork board there. You know, lest the uh, the liver snatching anus. <laughs> anus. I literally ravishing anus. I just I just literally <laughs> just sewed together rapist and anal. Um. Okay. Lest this. <laughs> No, you said it. I'm not cutting it out. Keep going. <laughs> we, we know what you're talking about. Well, less, the ravishing anus. Yeah, no, he's the <laughs> Tobias Funke of the river system. He's an analrapist. <laughs> um, he's also the basis for King Koopa. Mm. Kappa Koopa, Koopa Kappa. Sure, sure. Giant turtle man. Yep. Mario, uh, that whole turtle army. Yeah. It's all very, very yokai, right? See, oh, do you yeah. see? You, you you knew a bunch about yokai and you didn't even know you knew. I feel dumb for not having taken the time to go through the Mario game and look and see the connections uh, where all the things came from. I bet Goomba uh, is, is one, if that's not an Italian reference. Yeah. But, I mean, a, a mushroom with fangs, you know, and eyes. Right. That's 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 got to be yokai. Uh, Lakitu, the, uh, the cloud guy who... Throws out the little spiny turtles. I bet that's. I bet they're all over the place in there. I I could just kick myself for. I mean, like, how dumb of a, a twelve year old was I that I wasn't stopping my video games to say, "Whoa, there's probably some pretty serious mythology going on here." I should check the folklore of of the. Let me hold on. Who made this? Of the Japanese people. Then I'll that will inform my game playing experience. Yeah. We're, you you were the only one that didn't, man. Yeah, how dumb am I? Well, I did waste a lot of time researching the history of Legend of Zelda. Not did a you? lot available there. <laughs> Although I do still to this day do know the Legend of Zelda rap from the commercial. Oh man, yeah, those are some crazy commercials too. Um, so that's the, that's the kappa for you. Uh, next on the list, we've got Oni. Oh yeah, these no. are these you might recognize uh, if you saw them probably more than the name, but uh, it's translated as, as uh, ogre or demon or troll. And uh, what Oni are, are gigantic creatures with sharp claws, horns, uh, fangs, and or tusks, and odd numbers of eyes or extra digits on their fingers or toes. And they carry kanabo, which are large iron clubs, and they wear tiger pelt loincloths. Now... <laughs> 
Their skin color can be uh, of, of any color, but they're commonly red or blue. And um, they're also uh, demons of the Buddhist underworld, uh, keepers of the wicked. Uh, these are the things that they almost look like uh, their their heads, their faces almost look like some of those crazy tribal masks that you see. Yeah, they've got the protruding foreheads, the, uh-huh. the kind of the bulging eyes, uh-huh. Uh-huh. L- uh, wild hair. And it's a really common subject for um, uh, Japanese, especially wood carving art. We we see oni at the auction house all the time. Yeah. And they're really interesting. As a matter of fact, you got to stop by the auction house just a little while ago and check some of that out. Beautiful statue that you had there. Yeah, these things, uh, in, in, in yokai terms, they're um, associated with mountains uh, or, or maybe keepers of, of some you know deep forest, mm-hmm. things like that. Usually characters you, you don't want to run into. Yeah, and I, and which, I mean, just judging books by their covers... It makes sense. They're they're nasty looking individuals. Mm-hmm. What I'm really interested in is that there's still a pretty good body of knowledge of, of, of literature that says, oh, these aren't such bad guys. Like there's there's a lot of either ambivalent or mm-hmm. in some case helpful uh, oni. True. The weird thing is that's the case with almost all these yokai. For every bad one, uh, there's probably a good one out there somewhere. Yeah. And, and you know what? Yokai, they're just like people. Yokai. <laughs> yokai. So yeah, uh, uh, Oni. If you uh, Google that up, chances are good. I, I bet you would recognize what these guys look like, or, or have seen them around somewhere. You may not have, but these these have gotten out there in the world a little more than some of the others. Yeah, they're they're such a common subject to uh, uh, Japanese paintings and, and and artistry that you just you've seen one. Yeah, you'll recognize <laughs> it. You know what we're talking about. You know, uh, there's one thing on this list that I'm really enjoying, and I don't know if you if you found this one. The Nue. What is that? It is an actual ancient Japanese answer to the the very common question of what would you rather fight, uh, a horse-sized duck or a bunch of duck-sized horses? Oh. The new is a mythological horse-sized nightbird. Oh. It's, so the Japanese answered that question, we'll take the horse-sized duck. Nice. So that's the uh, the new way. So if, if, you, if you're into that, go to Japan, fight one. <laughs> Tough guy. Yeah. Or girl. You. Look at you. Girls can be irrelevant. I see that smirk on your face. Girls can have a rational rage towards mythological creatures as well. <laughs> uh, the next one is for sure in Super Mario 3. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> uh, the Tanuki. This is a raccoon dog which uh, loves causing mischief. Mm-hmm. Raccoon dog. It, it, it's not It's not part raccoon, not part dog. It's a raccoon dog. It's yeah. an actual subspecies of an animal that is called the raccoon dog. And, and, and because they, they couldn't, they, they didn't have enough words to come up with uh, another term for it. <laughs> Now, there's a few things that, that will mark the tanuki, so you know, because you're like, oh, it's raccoon dog, raccoon dog. How are you going to, Mr. Flora, you know, say you're out there. Yeah. And you're like, is that a tanuki? And then you pull out your small list of, of, of traits of the tanuki. What are you looking for? Well, you're looking for a triangular hat. Okay. A little, little hat that he wears. Uh-huh. Uh, he's usually got a bottle of sake with him. Nice. He's a shapeshifter, so if you catch him in his uh, raccoon dog form, he might have a large pot belly that he oh. drums on. Okay. Or there's a good chance he has enormous testicles that he's drumming on and or slinging over his back. I'm sorry. What? Because <laughs> uh, I've as, seen Mario wear the tanuki suit, which, yes. by the way, just to, just to, to bring this around... That's the little tiny raccoon dog suit that he wears when he flies. Right. And or can turn into a uh, statue. Yeah. Or bang out a sweet beat on his bongo balls. Yeah. On a full moon. On a full moon. Wait, that just on a full moon? I, I think it's just on a full moon. He likes playing his belly or his uh, uh, brawls as a, uh, a bongo. An enormous scrotum that he wails on. Yes. Now, what does that, I mean, is what does the, the scene from Thriller look like when instead of Michael Jackson as a werewolf, it's Michael Jackson as a tanuki? <laughs> Get away! And then it's like a 10-minute transformation Solo. montage. His pants ripping. And him trying not to play the drums on his balls. And then he gives in. <laughs> he just starts. Darkness falls across <laughs> the land. The midnight hour is close at hand. <laughs> <laughs> 
I do not think that Vincent Price would have signed on for that. I don't know. He probably needed money at that point. Oh, man. <laughs> dirty, dirty thriller money. <laughs> so so there you go. So there you go. Yeah. yeah. yeah he can he can shape shift. Uh, he's he's just he loves causing mischief for for no other reason than to make people look stupid. <laughs> Here's I think a hint, he's pal. just trying to shift the yeah. blame. Yeah. <laughs> hey everybody! Look how dumb he is! <laughs> That's projection, buddy. That's... <laughs> all right. Maybe um, if you want to make fun of people, you should. Put your did stuff you ever away. see that South Park where where they all have the medicinal marijuana because uh-huh. they their scrotums uh, get huge and they bounce around town on them? <laughs> what? <laughs> The the funniest thing about the episode was the music that played when they were <laughs> bouncing around. <laughs> oh, South Park. Anyway, uh, let's move on. We got uh, a Tengu next. Yeah. Tengu are uh, birdman goblins that live deep in mountain forests. Uh, they have feathered wings on their backs and beaks or absurdly long phallic noses on their faces. Jesus. <laughs> we get it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Can we get some Freud over there? They're credited with having exceptional skill with swords and martial arts. Okay, I'm listening. Yeah, and they were uh, they were believed to be disruptive demons and harbingers of war, uh, but the belief has kind of turned to more protectors of nature over the years. So back when they were, you know, the stories were first going around and stuff, these, these were uh, bad kids, but then uh, as the years wore on, People kind of uh, got that got that image a, a little bit uh, softer side of Sears. <laughs> now, there's also uh, uh, some interesting theories about Tengu that perhaps that the tales of them came from um, uh, survive, uh, shipwreck survivors, oh, yeah. foreigners. Their faces are blistered. You know that they they have a lot of different physical attributes than than the people that were already there. Mm-hmm. Um, another uh, sources believe that maybe the the Tengu came from China. So I don't know. Hmm. Just throwing that out there. They, uh, There's so few facts that I have at my command. I have to, I have to get them in there. <laughs> they're pictured a lot. If if they're not in their bird form, then they're usually uh, a red face man, red faced man with a very long nose. You'll see these a lot in in art these days, or at least mask work. They'll they'll have Tengu masks, mm-hmm. and you know that it's it's bright red and have these huge noses on them. But uh, but yeah, there's there's uh, there are quite a few stories of of Tengu in uh, y- yokai folklore and the folklore of the region. Pretty cool. Um, really into the Tengu guys. Next uh, next up, we got Katsune, which means uh, fox. Yeah, they're adorable. Katsune uh, is uh, Japanese for fox. These are shape shifting, crafty spirits that uh, fancy turning into beautiful young women. Sweet. At age 100, they gain their shape-shifting ability, and at age 1,000, their fur turns white, and they uh, have grown up to nine tails. And in some tails, they become omniscient. Wow. See, so Kitsune, like, they've got a, a career path. Yeah, they, they definitely can climb that corporate ladder. That's awesome. That corporate spiritual ladder. Mm-hmm. Uh, some other abilities that they have may include flight, invisibility, fire or lightning breath, and uh, uh, possession of humans. They have all the tricks. That's not fair. These guys, These guys. speaking of gin, yeah, sound a lot like gin. <laughs> you, yeah, they, they absolutely do. You're completely correct. So th- we're going really quickly through you know, some of the heavy hitters and stuff. There's all kinds of uh, fun, fun facts uh, with these guys that we just don't have the time to get into really right now. Uh, Kitsune have a lot of uh, background history, extra stuff to them that... Uh, you should check out if if you're interested in it. Oh yeah, there's. I mean, we are just scratching the surface of this, and and to be honest, so far we've only gone through like the big famous ones. Yeah, yeah. We're 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 about to get things are about to get real. Yeah, we're gonna weird. open we're gonna open the gate here. Yeah, and like, <laughs> let these goats out. Uh, <laughs> so uh, some of the lesser known ones we've picked out uh, some of our favorites here. <laughs> now I should mention of of yokai there are. Hundreds, maybe even thousands. Oh, yeah. And, and another interesting thing about yokai is that while there are like the stable of traditional folk yokai, they're also constantly being created by artists and writers like people just invent yokai. And that's true. So there, there is something of a, of a, of a discrepancy there. 
but I think that's really interesting that it's 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 an ongoing process. It's a continually renewing yeah. set of folklore. So I think that's really that's really cool. It's like if there's there's nobody making up new grim fairy tales. No, and if they are, they're it's, selling them as shitty children's books. Yeah, and or or really horrible Hollywood movies. No, God, so although bad. I'm told that the TV show Grim is great. I'm told that as well, and I've seen it. Oh, oh <laughs> nice. Anyway, I barely felt the knife go in. You want you want a fun one that that might be up your alley? If, yeah, if, put one up my alley. If uh, if you're listening to this podcast, uh, a fun show to watch that might be up your alley is Lost Girl. It's uh, it's all about fae folk in modern times. Ooh. If you uh, have read Neil Gaiman's uh, American Gods, uh, it puts you in the mind of that a lot. And if you've sort read of. if you've read Neil Gaiman's Neverwhere, I am very sorry. <laughs> Worst book ever. If you've watched Neil Gaiman's Neverwhere, then I'm sorry too. I mean, it's. I mean, I, it's just. I the haven't. Worst I book. haven't read that one. I like his his other stuff. I like. That's American what everybody Gods. says, I and like... I have to give him another shot. But man, yeah, I'm so glad we took this time to review media, both books and television. <laughs> anyway, the Caracasa Obake is an Whoa. umbrella spirit. I love this guy. It's uh, it's part of a group of uh, carelessly tossed items that were uh, left out and forgotten. That <laughs> join together and uh, get pissed off and, and uh, turn into yokai and attack their former masters. I love it. I love it because it's it's like the brave little toaster, but they just come back for blood and vengeance. <laughs> Remember me, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's an umbrella. It's just an umbrella, and like the part where your hand holds it at the bottom is like its foot. Yep, and then it has little eyes. Sometimes it has arms, but it's it's an umbrella that just it's alive it's and, and it's mad. <laughs> so uh, that that's a fun one, Caracasa Obake. I've got a good fun one. Go for it. One that again you might not realize you're familiar with. Hmm. This is the Kirin. Now um, it's pronounced Kirin, mm-hmm. but you might recognize it from the uh, what, the way we pronounce it, Kirin beer, Kirin Ichiban beer. Uh huh. Has this thing on the the side of the can? It's true, which is really cool. It's it's way more impressive. Uh, the keyring has got the head of a dragon and a horse like body and multicolored patterned fur, mm-hmm. and it's a uh, uh, it's supposed to be a sign of great fortune. And, right, and that's cool. That's like it's like like Loch Ness beer. <laughs> I think of this thing as Japan's unicorn in a way. Ooh. It's it's a magical you know horse like thing that that you see in the woods and and it foretells good things good fortune it's it's just all around a, a, a good being and you know what my stepdad big fan of uh, has of, seen one caught one <laughs> killed one mounted one what did he do <laughs> rides it to work every day that's how great he is pretty lucky dude no but he did get me uh, he he introduced me to Kiranichi Bond beer whenever I'm home that's what we enjoy and it is awesome. So thanks, yeah. Al. I love that stuff. <laughs> nice. Shout outs to Al. And if uh, Kirin Ichiban uh, wants to sponsor us, uh, we are always accepting sponsorships. Absolutely. Now, I, I, I will say, I, I think that we just call it Kirin here, but yeah. I don't know if that's, it's like the way we say Boston Celtics. Like at some point, <laughs> everyone just says, okay, you're going to be dumb. Yeah. It's the way that where I'm from, we have a Versailles instead of a Versailles. No way. Oh, way. way. Sweet. Yeah. I love that. Okay, so by the way, speaking of sponsorships, you guys, we got uh, a new affiliate link uh, on our site. Yeah. This is something that, that helps us and helps you. Uh, if you go to our site, you, you might see some uh, ads, some banner ads on the pages for Craft Beer Club and Gold Medal Wine. And this these aren't just uh, uh, bubkis ads that we threw on there, just hoping some schmo would, would click them. No, we, these would, are we actually you would click them. We, uh, we and you're not some you schmo. Are you? You're not. Come on. You're listening to us. Because when we sell out, we sell out for liquor. Blurry photos. Blurry photos. Blurry photos. Uh, <laughs> nice. It's like it's like our own sound effect that we don't have to do the work for. <laughs> yeah, these are uh, these are affiliate links for us. So if you if you click on those either, either of those links and go in there and make a purchase and, and do all that good stuff, we get a little kickback from from those guys. Uh, it's, it's a win-win because, uh, we, we get something for doing the podcast. Yeah. Uh, we don't have to uh, keep bleeding money for doing it. Uh, and you guys get a uh, beer or wine. Yeah. I mean, are you tired of that weird look the guy at the liquor store gives you? And, and occasionally he mentions that his, his brother goes to meetings, seems to be working out for him. You don't have to put up with that shit anymore. You can just order your liquor online. That's right. On the site for blurry photos. Blurry photos. Blurry photos. So. Damn it. 
I'm, I am bound to that. I can't not do it. Uh, let's move on. Check those links out. Uh, so the Casare, this is a, <laughs> this is a woman who was born grotesquely ugly. Oh. And then later she was married for her money. <laughs> well, duh. And then she was murdered. What? Because she was ugly. So she comes back as a vengeful spirit and haunts and terrorizes the uh, ex-husband and, and the new family. Well, I mean, I don't blame her. No. That's, it sounds like she just got a shit stick the whole time. Like That's a bum deal. That's true. Poor, poor so, Katsane. Yeah. More power to you, Katsane. Yeah, seriously. I'll, I will say this, though. You married the guy, so you fell for it. Is it fair to punish his future wives? Because they clearly, they didn't, you know, they fell for it too. For all for all you know, they're going to get killed too. It's not fair to punish them. Just here's punish what, him. Here's what I'm guessing. He had them in the wings. He he already had something going uh, with with some other chickadoo. Now, now, if they're all like in your hot tub, toasting champagne, going, ah, it was so funny that you killed your wife because she was so ugly, but now Why we have all German? this money. Because that's how it happens. That's just how it worked out. You don't know that he didn't have German women waiting in the wings. You don't know, dude. No. And so they say Hi, that. Hi, could have had Divad <laughs> waiting in the wings. No one has Divad waiting in the wings. I will get in the hot to the top. <laughs> right? Oh, these buns are so tired and achy. Look oh. out for Divad. <laughs> Here comes Divad. Oh. I did not have to the swim trunks that you had, so I'm going to the naked. <laughs> Turn the bubbles on to hide my shame. My point Just is... Just kidding, I'm not shamed. <laughs> they might have nothing to hide. All right. <laughs> Wait, I got one more. Hey, look, I'm Tanuki. <laughs> See, I, I will try it. to get them over my back now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> help Diva! <laughs> Call the ambulances for me. Oh. Turn bubbles off. <laughs> oh. oh, man. So my point is, unless they're willing conspirators, leave the wives alone. Punish the husband. I see. Leave the girl alone. Where's Rachel? <laughs> um, so the next one we got, this is a fun one. Kuchisake Ona. <laughs> oh. uh, this is a woman who haunts the paths to schools. Uh, she wears a surgical mask, which is not uncommon in, in uh, uh, Asian cultures. Now, yeah. Right? And she stops kids on the way to school, way from school, to ask them a question. The question being, am I pretty? And if the kid answers no, she stabs them to death. If they answer yes... She rips off her mask, revealing a hideous mouth that stretches from ear to ear, and asks, Am I still pretty? If the kid says no, she kills him. If they say yes, she stretches their mouth like hers. Lose, lose. Lose, lose. What a, what a righteous haint. Right. Kuchisaki Ona. You want to know how I got these scars? Lots of Batman in this episode. I'm into it. Why so serious? <laughs> yeah, that one's, that one's fun. Oh my gosh! And there's a male version. Yeah, yeah. Korea has has its own version too. They're color coded in Korea. Wow. The woman is red and the man is blue. That's amazing. That's just awful. That's yeah, pretty bad. Then we got one called Nopera Bo. This is uh, just an ordinary human, but they have no face. That's kind of spooky, but not like <laughs> ah, spooky. Well, like, they they don't do anything to people. They just basically uh, scare them. So it's not like they're going to uh, erase your face. What movie was that in? Well, that happens in The Matrix. That was always creepy. When you Remember when his mouth gets... Oh, yeah, and then it just disappears? Yeah. You might That's have creepy. a hard time doing that, Mr. Anderson, if you don't have a mouth. I just watched that this weekend. Nice. Oh, yeah. Here's a, here's a fun one. Rokuro Kubi, which are normal humans during the day, but at night... They are able to stretch their necks to great lengths. They are tricksters by nature, and they uh, they like scaring and or spying on people. Well, duh, they're good at it. Yeah. The stories say they, they got this way because they were punished by karma for violating uh, some aspects of Buddhism. Ooh. Some precepts and things like that. Uh, some of them actually go a step further and drink blood or eat people. Yikes. 
No, thank you. Yeah, those aren't uh, very good ones. Although some of them, some people don't even know that they're uh, this kind of yokai. Some some people have dreams where they view the world in weird angles, <laughs> and then they wake up and they don't know why they they. And, and it's because at night when they're sleeping, their their necks oh, stretch out. <laughs> that's even worse than snoring. Yeah. <laughs> they, they don't make uh, a neck right strips. <laughs> anyway. Uh, here's one. Tsuchi no Ko. These are snake-like creatures with a swollen belly. They're able to leap great distances, and they may have the ability to talk. And this is, uh, apparently, uh, Tsuchi no Ko are like Japan's version of Sasquatch, or the Loch Ness <laughs> Monster. So they're they're hard to spot, hard to catch, not, not often seen. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So can we add that to the list? So it's like Bigfoot, Sasquatch, Yeti, Skunk Ape. Well, Yowie. I don't think so because this one is this one's a uh, reptilian in, in nature. Oh. It's like a snake or a lizard. Oh, that's just like Obama. <laughs> yeah, we'll add that to to the list of uh, government agents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Yuki Ona is a ghostly, often nude, beautiful woman who appears on snowy nights, floating across the snow, leaving no tracks, and terrorizing humans. She can freeze people with her breath. Uh, but sometimes she drains their life force through sex. Sounds like my ex-wife. Oh! oh! I miss her. Okay, so freezing breath and sex sex theft? Sex draining. Sex theft. But, yeah. I call it sex theft. Because I like the... Anist? <laughs> she an anist? What, is she some kind of anist? <laughs> that's, now that's sex Yuki theft. Yuki Sounds I, like I, an anist to me. Speaking of anists, I've got one for you. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is the Sharimi, which I don't want to give this one away, but translates as buttocks eye. <laughs> this is a um, a yokai uh, who is, for all other intents and purposes, human. But right where his b-hole would be is an eyeball looking at you. <laughs> that's that's really what this guy's job is. The, the Sharimi just spooks people by running at them, bending over and being like, check this out. <laughs> Uh, oh, what a job. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's uh, a great big... Uh, Excuse me, I'd like to <laughs> ask you a few questions. <laughs> Wink! <laughs> yeah, the Sharibi is one of my favorite yokai because it's just butthole eyeball. <laughs> I am a toddler. This, and, and it doesn't hurt people, it just spooks nope. them. Yeah, just, just, just like, check out my butt eye. Yeah, and just people just, what? <laughs> that will, that'll startle you. Yeah, anist. Uh, then we've got the Akaname. This is a demon that comes out at night to lick up the grime and filth that accumulates in unclean bathrooms. <laughs> I, I know a couple of uh, hobos that were into that. <laughs> this, I, I would consider, well, it's, it's, this one's considered generally to be a malevolent spirit, it, but as long as you leave it alone, it sure as hell sounds like a helpful one to me. <laughs> Right. I mean, just, you know, knock a few times before you go in. Just don't in- interrupt it. Oh, you can't God. do it to people. You can't do it to people. Uh, yeah, this is this thing's like the scrubbing bubbles guy. It doesn't look like that, I'm just saying. <laughs> he's, he's potentially malevolent. How about the, uh, the Bakizori? What is that? This is another creature of pure terror. <laughs> it's a one-eyed straw sandal that has arms and legs. Presumably a 100-year-old oh. abandoned sandal. A bandal? Just, ah! Look out! Don't put me on your foot. It's got a mouth. It'll lick the bottom of your foot. Oh. <laughs> uh, sounds like gin. Yeah. Ooh, everything sounds like gin. Hmm. Starting to get mad at those gin. <laughs> Where's my wish? Uh, here's a fun one. Tofu Kozo appears as a child carrying a tray of tofu. These things are harmless. Uh, and are often teased by other yokai <laughs> because of how lame they are. <laughs> hey, Tofu Kozu, what are you going to go scare somebody who's a vegetarian with the food that they can already eat? You can't even scare someone who eats meat with that. Why can't you be more like me, an asshole? <laughs> Why don't you look me in the eye and say that? <laughs> Oh man, that is that's if there's a contest for lamest one. Um yeah, I'm I'm an ethereal spirit. I take the form of a child 
And, um, oh, no, it's not just that I'm a child. No, I also have a, I have a little platter of tofu. <laughs> and I just hold it like, mmm, tofu. <laughs> mm, what is he going to do with all that tofu? Uh, here's the plot twist, though. In today's society, full of GMOs. Oh, that's right. Tofu, it's got too much oh, estrogen soy. in it. Yep. Yep. Look so, out. I'm going to give you boobies. <laughs> I'm going to give you hair in your mouth. <laughs> I got one more. Okay. This is the Ashirai Yashiki. This is a huge disembodied foot <laughs> that is covered in mud or blood. And it smashes its way into people's homes and demands that they wash it. <laughs> hey, clean me! <laughs> I just imagine the Monty Python foot coming yeah. in. Just being like, hey, I don't care that you're eating dinner. I'm dirty. Real dirty. Now, couldn't he make friends with the Bakizori? I don't know. I Maybe. mean, he's a foot. Bakizori's a the, sandal. This one, this, Team up. I mean, is the Bakizori uh, uh, huge, though? Or is it normal sandal size? It says that it has arms and legs. Now, I'm going to assume that those arms and legs hey, are the arms and legs of hey, a human. mice have arms and legs. Yeah, I know, but this is like human arms and G. legs. G.I. Joe's have arms and legs. Barbies have arms and legs. Come on, man. Come on. No. I'm sorry. You're right. I'm talking gibberish. I'm, I'm Come sure, on, man. Get, get I'm your sure head the, the Bakizori's legs are very small. Come on, man. A sandal with arms and legs. I'm talking about a huge foot here. How big demands you wash it. Let's get serious. Okay? Oh. <laughs> So those are those are some of the lesser uh, uh, yokai that yeah, are out there, and, and all of them are delightful. <laughs> it's awesome, uh, fun stuff. I mean, uh, yeah, there there are a lot of uh, these tales that are out there floating around. You can find them on the internet and things like that. The ones that we found maybe a little bit too long to to go into on our already long in the tooth podcast. Oh yeah, but uh, they're fun to to go over and and uh, awesome to uh, look into. So thank you, uh, listener Jeff, for for suggesting yokai. This yeah, is, brilliant. Uh, it's it's some neat stuff. I think uh, in today's uh, world, they're they're not as generally terrifying as as uh, they used to be. I mean, the stories can be if if they you know tell about the woman who who rips off the surgical mask and and stretches oh. your face out, stuff like that. That can be terrifying. But anymore, they're kind of trivialized and and made into not not so much a joke, but but more of like. Oh, that's you know that's a fun story to tell. Yeah, it's it's the kind of thing you like blame when something weird happens. Like, oh, right, that's what that is. Right. Oh, wait, there was there's one more that you left out. What is that one? Uh, it's called the Shinpopo. It's if you leave a pun unspoken for too long, it will literally grow fangs that it will pierce through your eyes and pin your eyes to the back of your skull. And I, I can't have that happen. Well, then let's say some puns. Oh, my God. It's the only way to protect us. For the love of God. Uh, cool. Uh, who wants to start? All right. What do you got for us, Flora? All right. I have a tie-dyeing service. Oh, okay. A tie-dyeing service called Oni the Good Die Young. Oh, my God. Yeah, hide behind the mic in shame. <laughs> Come on, man. That's a, that's a compound pun. <laughs> Oni. Yeah, man. Billy Joel's spinning in his grave for that. He's not even dead yet. You may have put That's how there. bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to follow that one up with, tough guy? It's a uh, interdimensional dating service for humans who, who want to uh, have a lasting, loving relationship with a creature of myth and, uh, and folk tales. And it's an online dating service called You're One and Oni. <laughs> yeah. I literally just threw the Oni right back in your face. You 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 totally did. Yeah, <laughs> with mediocre results. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, online dating services are are uh, that's good fodder for for puns. Apparently. Oh yeah, that's all well, I we've do. We've gotten some good ones so far. I like the online dating service. Date Divad. <laughs> Hi everybody, just come on date with me, yay! Is dating service for just me, Divad? Divad. I show you my tanuki balls. <laughs> Look out. I'm not so much for typists. <laughs> but I am so much for anists. <laughs> oh, boo. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, I got one more here. Okay. I got a reality show dance competition. I like it. Called So You Tengu Can Dance. Slow clap. 
that that was really legit. Thanks. That was that was actually really well crafted, and I, I full tip of the hat to you there. <laughs> so if I'm if I'm counting here, one tip of the hat, one wag of the finger for mm-hmm. me. So um, would one of the songs on there be shake 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 to new king? And it's got a really good beat you can dance to. Yeah, <laughs> that was a freebie one. Oh, okay, I, was, I just I just catapulted that one. Yeah, you tacked it on. Shake to new game, playing drum my balls like the drums. All right, uh, you ready to, for me to close out our? You tell our, me. Can I be? <laughs> <laughs> Wednesdays this fall on UPN in a city full of crime, only one man's got his eye on it. <laughs> Sam Sharimi, very private eye. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, tip. <laughs> oh. Sam Shuri. <laughs> Wednesdays on UPN. <laughs> Don't blink. Oh man. <laughs> He's in a staring contest with justice. <laughs> Sharimi in my office now. <laughs> scrabble, scrabble, scrabble. Why don't, don't look you... at me like that, Sharimi. <laughs> Why don't you take this case and shove it up your ass? <laughs> I already did. <laughs> what? I've got some things I need you to look over, Sharimi. Why did you... Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I guess... Take a seat. Because <laughs> <laughs> his eyeball's in his butthole. <laughs> Sam Sharimi. How does he fart? It just launches that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, freeze! (laughs) 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 Looks like old Sam had an ace in the hole. (laughs) Okay. It's not our fault if they made a butthole eyeball demon for us to talk about for the next 45 minutes. (sighs) Next week, (laughs) Sam Shurimi. Bada, bada, bada. Keep your eye on it, Sharimi. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you sure these diamonds are real? Well, here's the monocle. Check for yourself. <laughs> Squeak. <laughs> Technically, it would be a loop. Jeweler's loop. But he still has to kind of wedge it in there. I guess I guess that's it for the puns this week. I guess there's no other puns. Um, wait a minute. Wait. Oh, what? Actually, uh, there's more space dust on this. Oh, uh-oh. Uh, oh, man. I, I can't even... We have so many more puns that I can't even pretend that we don't have more. We do. We have some good listener puns this week. Here's the listener pun sound. <laughs> That's what all, listener puns Those are all Japanese like. children who, <laughs> who have just escaped from Sam Sharimi. That's right. They saw the... <laughs> Listen, Sam Shreemy's trying to keep the kids safe. Okay. He busted that whole ring of, of <laughs> surgical mask witches. Do I look pretty? Well, let, me, uh, let me get a better look at you. A little closer there. <laughs> Holy s***. This is the best idea ever. I only spend half as much on contact. <laughs> hey. Looking good, kid. <laughs> Sam Sharimi. He's okay. looking at you. Enough of our shit. Let's get on to your shit. Right. We've got, uh, we got some puns and we got some feedback. Oh, well, let's, uh, let's do some puns first. Let's go to our friend Bob. Oh, bibbidi-bobbidi. Painting the world with a brush of puns. <laughs> this one, I think, is when we were talking about uh, the ways the world can end on the Apocalypse episode. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bob brings it back around with, how about a new candy bar called the Spanish Ebola Chew? Its taglines are, this candy is spreading quickly worldwide, or it's a bloody good candy. Woof. <laughs> now, is that, so that would be the uh, the combination of the Spanish flu and Ebola? I think so. Boy. Ebola being a uh, hemorrhagic fever, part of the uh, filovirus classification. Oh, that's right. I just dropped some knowledge. Closely related to Marburg. Mm, and I'm done. 
Anybody who likes to talk about diseases is okay by me. Thanks, Bob. Well, I guess that's it for Bob. I guess Bob doesn't have anything else to tell us this week. Let's move on. But wait. What? There's more space dust. So much space on these dust. Who's in charge of cleaning these? <laughs> the filth, you, you okay? <laughs> that's right, yeah. Get in here and lick the filth off these puns. Akaname. Akaname. Get in here. All right, Bob. Uh, Bob checks in with a little piece from our uh, our apocalypse episode, and this is uh, this would be an Israeli uh, white horse and trumpet sales business <laughs> called Shofar. So good. <laughs> Reference available from the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. <laughs> nice. I guarantee there's no one else that's worked the Shofar into a pun. Well played, Bob. Nice, Bob. Uh, we got one more from Bob. This is on our recent EVP episode. He says, on the EVP episode, when the lady was hearing music, that that being Sarah Estep, uh-huh. maybe it was Beethoven's sixth symphony. <laughs> nice. I, uh, like, <laughs> I like that a lot. Sixth symphony. It certainly made a lot more sense than what Miz Estep was peddling. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I was sitting alone in my living room, and I said, I'd like to speak someone from beyond. And I will I will be just jack slapped with an axe. If who who would behold me but Mr. Beethoven, the famous Beethoven, as he clearly says <laughs> in this very terrible recording. Who let us know who he was by saying the famous Beethoven. Also he played music for me because I'm special. I didn't hear it at the time, but I referenced <laughs> it at the time. <laughs> Sorry. A lot of people get offended, they like her. Really? In the work that she's she's done for the world. Well, but. guess what? I'm not afraid to fight her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Put that on the record. I will fight you. <laughs> you, the ancient aliens guy. And Hank Williams Jr. Hank, Jr. And Hank Williams Jr. Jr. <laughs> That's a t-shirt. Dave Steckel's list of enemies. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the puns, Bob. Thanks, Bob. Good stuff. So uh, we got some feedback on that EVP episode, speaking of which. Oh, I love feedback. Wait, unless it's negative. I have to pretend at the end of every episode that I want it, but I don't. Yeah, no, this this is good stuff. I mean, uh, a lot of folks ask for that uh, link to the clip that... Oh, yeah. That we the the clip that play. shall not be named, right. Right. Uh, and so I sent it to them. Right. We're men of our word, yeah. and we were not whistling Dixie about it. No, we were at least whistling Whose Bad Have Your Boots Been Under. Right. So um, Maybe a Nocturne by Frederick f***ing Chopin. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that, Stephen f***ing Foster? <laughs> that old dog Trey? That sounds like old dog Trey. So, yeah, we, we got a number of requests for the link. Uh, so we sent it out and got a couple uh, responses back to that. Greg Bach did want to hear it. Uh-huh. Of course that, he would. Called that. He uh, he listened to it a few times. He said he in uh, uh, he did hear uh, the water, I think. He he uh-huh. did hear the the I can't I can't breathe. breathe kinda, yeah. You don't even like talking about it. I I, I like I, seeing that in your face. You're like, yeah. It's, it's nasty. I, like, you know, like we said, man, it's probably not real. Who knows? Right. You, you don't if know. If it is real, then but if it's not real, it's still disturbing. Right. Somebody yeah. really knows how to put something like that together. Right. But anyway, uh, yeah, Greg Bach liked it. We got uh, listener Chris, who, who we sent it to. Chris says, wow, you guys aren't kidding. That was way worse than I was expecting. Something just sad and disturbing about the voice saying can't breathe. And then a low mumbling voice, and he heard the water too. Uh, that's that's what we're talking about, man. This is, uh, I mean, we, we really hyped it up, but... I think yeah. most of that hype was founded. Well, and I don't even, not even hype for the purposes of generating interest. Like you, you, it's, it's, it's the, the lamest trick to be like, Oh, this is so intense. We can't even tell you about it. Right. And we're not like that. It was just darker than we wanted anything on the podcast to be. So, yeah, I mean, and, and this is not a, you want to hear about it. Maybe you'd even listen to the EVP episode and you're like, well, what's all that about? Well, we'll listen to it. Yeah. But then, you know, send us an email. We'll still send you the link. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's going anywhere. No. Actually, one that uh, one that we didn't call, uh, Bahama Mama, wanted to hear this thing. That was oh. one of the ones we actually called out, saying, "No, yeah. probably not going." I hear. thought she was going to take a pass on that, but she uh, she's she's made a sterner stuff. Yes, and she she completely tackled this thing. Uh, Is that she, all you got? <laughs> you, I thought you said it was scary. <laughs> I'm looking for something like that has an, an eye in its butthole. 
I listened to this while I was sleeping in the basement of an insane asylum that's been abandoned. You candy asses. <laughs> that's not what Bahama Mama sounds like, though. No. She's got the voice of an angel. Um, she listened to it. Uh, she didn't... She wasn't having it? She wasn't having it, yeah. She thinks it's completely fake. She she lays out some logic as to uh-huh. to what what the voices say, and then the sound of the water, things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the time frame that that they're done in, but because uh, they're they're saying I can't breathe before you hear the water. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and she uh, yeah she she's definitely uh, uh, she's got some sand. All right, for sure. Yeah, she's she's calling bullshit on it. Oh yeah. All right, all right. I mean, I, I'll give you that. Now, my theory. What if she found it so disturbing that she's instantly created a mental barrier to it to say, no, this is not real, which I guess is just the lamest thing I could say, because then, oh, anytime anyone doesn't agree with me, no, you're creating a mental barrier against it (laughs) because I'm so right. It terrifies you. (laughs) Darkness falls across the land. The funk of 40,000 years. Thank you, Bahama Mama. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for uh, uh, trying it out. That's... Yeah, it does. And you know what? And it's it's I, I'm glad that we got people from both sides writing back. Yeah, I I mean it would, it would be weird to be completely right, in 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 our uh, disturbance of of this. Yeah, no this clip. No, so, so it's it's good. It's going to be Mama, grounded. Tougher than us. <laughs> Cheers to Cheers you. Cheers to you. Bob Mears asked for it. Uh, didn't didn't hear what he thought about it. Well, he's but. too busy rocking back and forth in a fetal position. <laughs> I guess so, man. Uh, Bob, I hope hope you're doing okay. Come on back to us, Bob. So yeah, again, if if you guys uh, if you guys want to hear it, let us know. Keep sending in those puns. Keep sending in uh, uh, show ideas and stuff. We've we've gotten a few requests over the the past uh, week yeah, or so. Yeah, we're building so that's up great. quite a tidy list. Yeah, we were gonna do one thing tonight. Got a got a listener request and yeah, decided one eighty yeah. on it. Yeah, exactly, because your idea was better than ours. <laughs> so uh, so we've got some uh, in the hopper from from what you guys are suggesting there. Thank you for, for doing that. We'll get to them. Here's some news. Uh, we are on StumbleUpon now, mm-hmm. the, the website StumbleUpon. Uh, so if you've got an account there, go uh, – I, I don't know if you can ser- – I'm new to StumbleUpon myself, but <laughs> – How do you find it? Well, we've got a, a chiclet on our site now. You, it'll oh. take you straight to that page. Well, let me go check that out. Let me and, go um, chiclet that out. Uh, and and you can uh, you can go there and, and give us a thumbs up. I think they they have thumbs ups. Give you a thumbs up for this site, but uh, you know, just another way to to get out there if if you like that sort of thing. Chiclet clicked it. Ch- click a chiclet. chiclet. Yeah. I mean, I think you have to be signed in and stuff. But so that's a uh, that's that's a new way we we can yeah. get out there in the world. We're increasing our reach <laughs> unto thee. Like we said before, those those banners for the the craft beer club and the gold medal wine that that's affiliate links for us. You guys can definitely check those out and uh, help us out and uh, get drunk. Right, wins. Right, win, 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 win. This is it's wins all over the board. So uh, we're also on Facebook. Go over there and like us. We're on Twitter. Follow us, blurry underscore photos. Yep. Subscribe on iTunes. Subscribe on YouTube. You know, gosh, I got, there's so much fun stuff to do. There's so much fun stuff. I gotta, I gotta come clean on something Uh-oh. because I don't know if, if there's a way for people to figure this out, and I need to just. Uh, Flora and I were having dinner tonight in preparation of our recording, and we were discussing. Oh, you know, we got some tweet, we got some tweets, we got some some stuff coming. We t- we just we were discussing the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I, this thought just poked into my head, and I realized uh, I'm not the most Twitter savvy individual, and it is to, it is my profound shame that I pro- proclaim that I today, just a few hours ago, became a follower of Blurry Photos <laughs> on Twitter. I just I thought uh, somehow that it took care of itself that I would just <laughs> automatically it would all happen. And how long did that take you to do? It took me less than 15 seconds. And that's basically punching in your, your password on your phone or something. I like just that. touched the Twitter thing on my phone and then typed in blur. And then the phone was like, oh, yeah, blurry photos. I've been waiting for you to ask me about that. <laughs> I was wondering when you were going to pull your head out of your ass. Instead of having that eyeball. <laughs> Instead there. of that eyeball. Use that eyeball in your ass to look at who you're following. And I can tell you this. Uh, it's been the best three hours of my life. <laughs> Having that so far, uh, so far, having all that set up, <laughs> I I do want to point out one thing. Uh huh. I received a phone call from my mother. Oh, earlier tonight. Okay. Who had to straighten me out on my NASCAR knowledge? <gasps> it was out of date. No. Dale Earnhardt Jr. 
does not drive the number eight car for Budweiser anymore. He drives a golf cart for who? No, I don't. He he drives the number eighty eight car for Diet Mountain Dew now. Sorry. That is not my B, you guys. That, my B. That's not nearly as tough as Budweiser. <laughs> yeah. And then also eighty eight instead of eight is like when you get to eleven the, times better, bro. No, it's not. Because it's like the guy who gets the vanity license plate that says two cool but four it's, but it's the number school. but it's the number two and then K O O L. That person's not too cool. That person's too late. The person who is too cool is T O O C O O L. In the same way that eighty eight is not as like twice as good as eight. It I means see. you couldn't have the same number and you're just trying to patch it as best you can. Sorry, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Sorry, Jr. Listen, I got no beef with you, but I swear to God, if your kid tries to drive a car, I'm going to want to fight him. Because it's Junior Juniors that I take issue with in the world. Lots of umbrage with the thirds. So much umbrage. Nah, the thirds, there's plenty of great thirds out there. Okay. But it's Junior Juniors. So there you go, Mom. Yeah, way to go. That's good, uh, though. We, we need to know you, when we're... You've updated my NASCAR knowledge. Did she... Did she... I was just all Greg Biffled about it. I'm sorry. <laughs> did, she have any, uh, did she have any useful facts uh, for our, our movie that's going to make us so much money? Didn't, didn't mention anything about... Uh, horsepower. Horsepower, no. Such a good title. Such a good title. <laughs> you need to design the poster for that. I really do. And we'll and put it on the website. <laughs> you know what? I have a good friend who's... a ridiculously talented graphic designer. I can't be trusted. And our two listeners that have received certificates for listening to the hollow earth episode can attest <laughs> my abilities to create a computer generated image are hilarious <laughs> because toddlers do better jobs than I do. Well, anyway, like we said, we've got some stuff in the hopper that, that you guys are supplying to us. Yep. Got a couple things still that we want to uh, uh, talk about, so we, we might mix those in there, oh, but uh, keep we, sending us stuff. And, uh, you know, I don't want keep to keep the cards close to the vest here, yeah. but uh, we, got a, we got a little thing in the works. Yeah. I hope, I hope you like pageantry. <laughs> I hope, hope, you, hope you like fanfare. Mm-hmm. I hope you like pomp. I hope you like some uh, circumstance. Ooh. And I hope you like um, picking winners. Blurry photos. Blurry photos. Blurry photos. (laughs) Coming soon. So thank you for spending your time with us once again, Mm -hmm. letting us sell you our mysteries. Keep sending us out there in the world, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. letting letting people know about us. Tell your friends that there's a reason you're happier than they are. (laughs) I am David Florison. I am David Steksuni. I'm like a little fox. No, wait. Was I a kitten earlier? Yeah. Because I'd say kitten. Sayonara! (laughs) Come benoit!